Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I'm strong like my daddy. I'm Hercules. That's too deep. You sleep. You hopped over the fence. You sheep. You slept on me. My last album is weaponry. Yeah, it's like it's like a penguin. <laughs> Mikey, what? What I'm are saying? you talking about? You remember Penguin from the old Batman movies, the ones that you like so yes, much? Yes, that's my favorite Batman yes. movie. That's how you walk sometimes, huh? Mikey. <laughs> I'm joking. You're not joking. I am. Wasn't that a good segue into? It was, <laughs> but you really feel that way. No, I don't. You don't voice. waddle. You still just walk normally with the stomach in front of you. It's actually very odd. I feel like I waddle. No. You don't, which again is strange. Like I can, I look at you and like chest up, you don't look pregnant. Waist down, you don't look pregnant. Belly in the middle. Bust your heart, cause I feel like I do. Nah, you just walk normally, shit, bruh. Oh, so oh wait, wait, what's this episode title? Is it? Is this in the black? <laughs> we didn't name it. Hey, hey y'all, how y'all doing? This is mini episode number seven. Uh, what do you what do you want to go with? I don't know. <laughs> we probably should have wrote this. Baby education. Fear and paranoia. Let's do that. Look just at you. Gonna, You're brilliant. We're just going to do them. These are Mikey's notes, and I trust him, and I feel like y'all will understand when we move forward. So this is episode, mini episode number seven. I am Randy. This is Oh, I am you. your co-host, uh, Mikey. Yes. Would you really <laughs> consider our co-host? No, we're just, we just do this. Yeah. Anyway, y'all know it's Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Mini episodes mean this is all about the baby. So... In this episode, we're going to talk about our childbirth class experience, which was taught by a doula, uh, what we learned and what we did. And you get to find out what a doula is. And no, it's not just Erica Badu. Mikey, the Yo, hospital I know tour. it's mad niggas out there that's like, the only doula in the world is Erica Badu. I think it's just you. She be doula in everybody, baby, so she must be the only doula that exists. Hospital tour. And, <laughs> um, and the truth about how we've been feeling about Drew. Um. Yeah, we had a conversation last night. It was real quick, but we both realized we both were doing it, and so we wanted to bring it here because that's what we do. We talk about stuff. We talk about stuff. So let's get into it. Mikey wanted me to recap what a doula is. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> a doula is a non-medical person who assists a woman before, during, or after childbirth to provide emotional support and physical help if needed. They also may provide support to the mother's partner and family. Unlike a midwife, doulas are not medical professionals and therefore cannot administer medications. Doulas are typically certified with some courses that take over a year to complete. Um, continuous support during birth from a person outside the mother's family or social circle 
such as a doula is associated with reduced mortality rates. Mm. And so as y'all heard, since we announced our pregnancy and even as we talked about the first baby, um, we really just want a better birth experience. A more holistic. Yes. Is that, yes. Baby experience. One that's really built on like emotional care and support um, of my woman. Yeah. And so we took a childbirth education class because we wanted to be educated. Um, and it was mad. And not so scared about possible interventions if there needs to be some. And, and that wasn't even the result of the class. Yeah. Made me more scared. Did it? Look, some people, when they're given information, it makes them feel better. Right. Like, oh, OK. Now I know how that thing works. Cool. I get it. Other people like to remain ignorant and be like, I don't want to know how that thing works. I just know that this is the end result. Now I know a lot more, a lot more complications and possibilities on top of possibilities is exponential. It's a lot. There's a lot of stuff going on that could happen, could go wrong, could result in this being the way the baby comes out instead of this. Like, and you don't know until the last second. So it's just. I get it. it but it can, I it can personally love to know like on airplanes i, know, which I need is why to sit by the window you. so that i can see if we crash i need to see where i'm falling you know mm. like i know it's crazy but i like to be in the know but you like the childbirth education class oh i loved it um i learned stuff it was great and a lot of couples like it's suggested but a lot of people and couples don't take it um even our doula let us know she didn't take one um for yeah with her kids. last baby uh-huh i don't think she didn't with her first baby either mm. It really is impactful. Um, I was really worried about, I don't know, not being able to push. They were going to have to cut me open because I didn't have it like in me. But then she like told us all these reasons why C-sections actually do happen. And they make a lot of sense. And just, I just felt very empowered. As I know, we said on Instagram, we gave her a shout out and all of that. So to not be repetitive, give me one or two things, babe, that you really loved about the childbirth education class. Okay. And would you recommend it? So one of the first things I loved, and if she's listening to this, what's going on? Are we, do we, can we say her name? On this, I don't know why not. Name? So Ashley. Yes. Love you. You're amazing. <laughs> first thing that I loved about the class was her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she was so unbothered. Her daughter was there. Her daughter is, uh, had to be like 10, 11, I don't know, um, like young. And she's like also like hearing some of these things, but like still doing her own thing. But I caught her daughter's like reaction to like the baby being born. Some of the stuff, yeah. <laughs> like there was like a... um. Like a, a um like a cartoon graphic of baby coming out. Right? And you just see the pushing, you see the baby slowly like coming and the head starting to crown and like some other stuff and like yeah. her face. Her face was my face on the inside. I was like, Oh, okay. It was interesting. So that is gonna be the only time I see a baby come out of a vagina again. I will not be looking down there okay. when our baby comes out. Just don't you say that now. I'm good. I'm gonna look at your face. I'm gonna hold you. I'm going to do stuff. Honestly, you're going to be in water, so I can't anyway. So I might. I might look down there through, like, the murk of the water and, like, the waves and shit. Anyway, so her reaction was the first thing. Um, Second was just, like, all the information. Um, She had answers for all of my questions. Like? (laughs) I would just give one. (laughs) Like, where did I start? Like, the entire purpose of me wanting to do the class was to find out ways that I could better support you um, during all of the entire process of pushing this baby out. Right. And she answered every question. She told me exactly what I needed to do. And I just feel a lot more prepared now for that actual day. Um, I know that I have more options as far as like making the room feel homey and making sure that you have like a real good environment that you feel comfortable, that it's easier for you to push the baby out with whatever ease you can add to this process. Right. Um, 
She also taught us that, like, at some point, I may have to, like, rub on your nipples, which is great. <laughs> she said, like, the <laughs> same environment that you made the baby is the, one that's the going. environment, like, that's going to help the baby come out. Yeah. So we may need to put on some nasty music, kick everybody out real quick. You need help. I could just, like, feel on you. You know what I'm saying? I don't Good know time. if I'm going to be in the mood. <laughs> you probably Maybe I don't think she meant during a surge. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> maybe, but no, I understand. Yeah, I just, I learned how to create a better birthing environment, ultimately. And just had a lot of, I just got a lot of information dumped on me that just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of the ignorance that I think other men might experience when it comes to this too. Right. Like, I know some dudes, I don't know them. Like, we ain't friends. I know of situations where the man, right after, like, the woman has birth, like, he's just expecting things to be over. Like, okay, yo, good. They'll be done. Like, this is it. Right. No, that's not it. Y'all process ain't even halfway over now. It took nine months to get to this point. Of course, it's going to take about a year fully to like, you know, recover from some right. things. You know, like it's, I don't know. Y'all go through a lot. Now I know exactly how much. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Also learned how like big the goddamn uterus gets, which I think was fascinating. You, and how yeah. all your organs are just behind your chest right now. Shut up. Like your heart is in your lungs with your intestines, you know, like, like it. It feels like bladder done moved up your spine. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. Would very, you very interesting. Would you recommend someone take a childbirth education class? Definitely. I would definitely recommend it. And for a man to be present or the, or like both Please, partners. Yeah. Yo, know what she's going through. Yeah. She also said that not a lot of men like will go to the class. It was like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to know what's going on with, uh, with her? Yeah. But y'all but know, really, I, I care yeah. about my wife and my daughter. You really so I just want to know. What's happening? Not to say that if you didn't go or don't go, you don't care, but you kind of don't. <laughs> we understand that there may be some things that stop you, nah, like being in the nah, military. Nah, or Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Or like, I don't know, work. Nah, I take off. I know you would. Um, what I, what I, my question was. Two things you liked. Highlights from the class. I really love the postpartum focus. Um about yeah there's a fourth the trimester education yeah i think which they should stop calling it trimesters if it's a quadmester it was really important to me after during our with our first baby to make sure that like you felt seen to make sure that like i heard from you how are you feeling it was really important for me for you to get into therapy when you eventually finally did after months of threatening you and and now I think I've I've successfully won therapy. Like I think that I've accomplished all I need from it, and I think I'm good. You know that's I'm not true. She got you on that schedule till April, <laughs> and you will be going. Um, Go ahead. And so I really love that she highlighted postpartum um, because obviously, yes, the pregnancy and the birth are big deals and need to be focused on. Need to learn, but we gotta take this baby home, and we gotta live with each other afterwards. And anybody else talked about that and i right and i love learning about the difference between baby blues and postpartum mm -hmm. um depression and that men get it too um which i know because you've had many of my pregnancy symptoms and that is real y'all like just bless your heart and your symptoms but yeah, a little bloated you know <laughs> he having crazy dreams he hot he cold I don't know what's going on. Yeah. he moody really i'm moody ready i don't think i'm moody you oh. think i'm moody we'll talk about that moody people never think they're moody that's true. You do never know when you're moody. But I love you. Anyway, Tell I you really love, she gave us a really great idea for a to-do list. So if people want to come over and see the baby, look yeah. at our list. What are you going to do to help us in this house today? You going to fold <laughs> some baby clothes? You going to, did you bring a meal? You going to walk group? You know, just things we've thought about to make sure 
that we're still being taken care of along with this baby because it's going to be new for us. I really love that she highlighted postpartum care. I also really enjoyed her showing us positions um, for you to help manage, help me manage yes. pain. I, I forgot that. Yes. That's okay. It was really great because I could see while at the time some of those things hurt because <laughs> I wasn't in pain, I can definitely see how the things you can do can help me. Like, for example, she had me like hunching Randy from behind. That's not, that's not And like it, pushing her hips together while I thrusted my, forward. That, y'all, well, I mean, know, y'all know that's not what it was. <laughs> y'all know that. You should know him well enough now to know that that's not what she had him do at all. But she had him like squeeze my hips and like help. Like, it was just really great. I did like a little spine massage. Yeah. Some other stuff. And she helped us with like verbiage. So like instead of calling contractions, contractions, say it's a surge, you know, a wave. If it's not or a wave, it's not painful. It's interesting, you know, just to kind of <laughs> fuck with your mind, just helpful ways to make it not so traumatic mm-hmm. um, and and dramatic as it can, as it is like it portrayed is. on TV. It is. Yeah, it, it's a I mean, I feel like it's traumatic. Enough. It's, it can be a traumatic experience. Okay. Yes, yeah. but no you need don't to have to, to make it yeah. more than it is. So I really enjoyed that. I would definitely recommend it. And I would definitely encourage everybody involved in the baby making process to be there. Yeah. You so know? that means moms and dads and side dudes and side chicks. Partners. Invite, yeah, all surrogates. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everybody needs to take class. Yep. It was really helpful. And it helped me not be so afraid of the unknown. It was great. So those are the highlights from the class. We really recommend it if you... Want to take a childbirth class if you're pregnant, thinking about getting pregnant? I really think that we both really think that people should take it. We've been talking about it nonstop with our families. About and before it. we go into like the hospital visit, yeah, um, that class ended and she asked if we had any more questions. And I just looked at her and I was like, I do have a question. It's like, can you please be there when this baby is born? Right. So and she said, like, they could, there's no guarantee. Um, who would be there? Who would be able to act? You want me to explain why? Yes. So like the, the our provider has a thing called doula consortium. So that means at your birth, you get a doula to attend your birth without like free of charge. It's someone that they send to you, um, which is great. But obviously we'd want someone in the room we got with preferences. Us that we know. That you we know? at least been talking to. <laughs> that know the name of my baby already. That if they touch my wife, not going to set her off. Yeah. And so we were really nervous about the fact that it could be anybody um, that we get. And so Mikey asked her if there was any way we could talk to anybody to get her. And there was just no clear way to do that. And so we left the class with that. I was like, all right. A couple days later. Yeah. We went to the hospital. Yeah. We had a hospital tour. Let's go to the hospital visit. Oh, before the hospital tour. Wasn't it before? Nope. It was after. She called after? Mm -hmm. That's why I got it in order. Huh. Yeah. Um, so we had a hospital tour at our hospital that we will be going through. If you are in Georgia or in Atlanta, you know, this hospital, it is Atlanta medical slash. I think they're well star now. Yeah. They're renaming it, but they've gotten awards for being like the best hospital for mother and babies. They really prioritize that type of care. Actually, um, after my motorcycle accident, if you listen to episode two, yeah, it was, I was flown to this hospital. Yeah. And they saved they my did. life. man. Yeah. They forgot to stitch up my hand, but other than that, he had physical therapy. He got out. Yes, he was medicated, and they let me stay in there because I was gonna act up if they didn't. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we did the hospital visit. It was great. We got to see. It was great when we got in there. Yeah. So now, first we pull up. 
Yeah. And naturally, so the hospital has two parking decks, one that's across the street and out of the way. <laughs> Duh. And then there's one that's right next to it. And you can like throw a rock from your room to the, to the, the, the you can, you can throw a rock from your room and it's going to hit in the middle of a parking spot right there. That parking deck was closed and under construction. <laughs> so we had to park at the parking deck that's around the corner and out of the way. Right. We park, we go up the escalator across the bridge through the forest and out the woods and like I don't know. And we we jumped right into the tour. We got up on the elevator and I'm pretty sure they just told us the right floor because that's what it was gonna meet at. Yeah. And we get upstairs and the tour is happening and we just kinda like slide in. With and the group. we just like, hey, it was really And we weren't even late. We were on time. We just it took thirty minutes to get it there. Took a minute. And I was thinking, this is gonna be hell. Yeah, my baby is gonna be born in, in the trauma unit of the other part. If I could just get it near to the plastic the surgery, floor, after crossing this bridge, we're gonna have to find a way to get there better. Cause I got one. I mean, they said, look, if you park in a certain area, you get your car towed. I don't know. Some shit you just gotta risk. I can risk like a boot know. across the street if yeah. I need to to hurry up and get you. You know, actually. You know, actually. So we're gonna talk about that. We'll talk about it. Not get in the car. Anyway, we get to the tour, tour and meet this really nice nurse. Yeah, she was friendly. She was really old. This is like just the kind old lady that like she gave us a great tour. You know, she um, knows what she's doing. The hospital is really big on lactation. They're really big on like helping you with lactation. If you want to breastfeed, they don't wash the baby um, right after they wait six hours. You know, that that like stuff they come out with is real good for their skin. Mm-hmm. They wait for the cord to finish pumping before they clamp it. Just great stuff that you want to hear. Um they have a hug and kiss tag so your baby ain't lost yeah, or stolen. Yeah, ta- I like that. So they have a tag that you, you put on the wrist of the baby and then the wrist of the mom. And she said there was another one on the foot of the baby. And, and the daddy gets one too. The dad gets one. So I can like or the partner, be connected yeah. to my wife and child from like jump. Yeah. Cool. So it was a really great tour. It was, it was required. Our provider requires us to do a tour before we, before labor essentially and we waited till the last minute (laughs) to request the tour and the one we went to saturday was the last one she had before our due date (laughs) that makes it that makes sense to you it does so naturally because we do everything last minute which we're getting better at by the way we are but there's a reason why we did it last minute which we'll get into yeah um but it was a great tour i mean would do you have anything one thing you really loved about the tour um i don't know hospitals clean well lit like i don't know i'm just yeah it was, it was a good, I think it's a good environment. It was really peaceful around there. Um, they want you to have access to the mother once they give birth. So, like, my family's visiting. Um, they allow up to three people. So During like, delivery. Yeah, so you can still, so family can still see you before and after, which helps. And they can walk by the room and still see the baby if they're, like, in, you know, being cared for in the other area. Yeah. Um, they inform you of everything all the time. And they're really big on keeping mother and baby together. Yeah. So they're really big on skin to skin. All the things that you would like in an ideal birth. They talked a lot about specifically making sure that the baby was healthy before a discharge. Like you're not going anywhere if the baby's not baby's yeah. not okay. Um which is nice for a first time parent who don't know shit. Right. So I just feel like I'm really happy that um our provider uses the hospital and mm-hmm. that they know of them because they have their babies there. Yeah. So, um, which brings us to our last or our second to last. What is yeah, that so one? we have this hospital visit. 
more information is dumped on us naturally. Right. We're tired from the trek of this There and back. I'm starving. I'm tired. Thank God I brought peanut butter crackers. But we got a call. Yeah. My first thought was like, it's bad news. Obviously bad news. Right. Because we don't get calls with good news. We don't. But it was our doula. Yes. The one who gave us a childbirth class. And she basically told us that she really loved our spirit and she thought we'd be great parents and she just really wanted to work with us. And so she asked us if she could be our doula. And, and naturally, because Randy's a sap. I just burst out crying. Yeah, she started crying. I'm just not in control of my emotions. And it was really an unexpected phone call. It really was. I'm, I'm talking about like, you can't call us about stuff like this. We very vulnerable right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like it was just, it was so nice. Yeah. It was so nice and extremely needed. Um, and unexpected. Knowing that somebody who we've been talking through this whole process, she was there when we first had our first appointment. Yeah. At the midwife's office. She took your blood pressure the first time. Yeah. And then didn't take it. <laughs> Remember she like. Oh yeah. She, she forgot. She forgot to take it. Then she realized that like, for whatever reason, my body needs the manual blood pressure. You can't take, take mine with the little tool thing. But like, she just. She's been there from day one. We want her to be there. Yeah, she 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 said she born. would be our private doula, so that way we won't have to um, like worry about the doula consortium that our mm-hmm. provider has. We know for a fact we'll have her, and so that this was just nice. really great. It was just so a little peace of mind when all this other shit is like up in the air. Yeah, it was nice. It's really nice. Um, and mainly just for the emotional support. And just the help. Like, it was just such a thorough class. She knows so much. And I think that it could really help give us the birth experience that we both want. And she black. And she is black. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, that's just a little little background. Yes. Hospital visit. Do the class. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I'm really glad you found it, first of all. So, thank you. Thank you for making sure that we remain educated throughout this process i just said this time around i wasn't gonna be stupid you know like i felt like there was so much i didn't know the first time and i, I felt it made me feel made me feel powerless um so i really yeah. just want to be really more educated with any of my other pregnancies moving forward so um part of the reason why having a doula is great is because like we've mentioned it a million times this episode is the emotional support and support in general like that just an extra assist and we realized we really need one because we had an epiphany about the baby last night. I don't know if you consider it an epiphany. Maybe it was not more an epiphany, just like, like a hey. We had like an oh moment. Yeah. Like oh word? Like you? Was thinking, you too? We ain't even talking about this. So what we discovered last night was um, both of us in some form or fashion have been keeping Drew at a distance. I think that it is common for people who have experienced losses. We are not proud of this, obviously. No. But we hadn't, I hadn't brought it up to you out of like fear of you not thinking I was being positive or just not wanting to voice the fear. And um, I hadn't brought it up to you because I don't want you to think I'm not thinking positive right? or that I would, I always get on you for making, you know, the power of thinking is important. Right. And, um, it also, to be honest, it wasn't like a big thought on my mind. Like, you know, I cast things out once I realized like, Hmm, that thought's not going to make me feel better. I should ignore that. Right. But it was a thought. And it was a feeling, and I think I had passively been, like, not doing it. Like, I just haven't been acknowledging this child as much as I want to. Yeah. Um, Or plan to. Losing that first baby hurt. Yeah. It still hurts. It's just yes. a very sad thing, Um, and it's something I still think about every day. Me too. Um, and that entire process was rough. 
Yes. Um, and coming off of that and dealing with that and then the joy of what's happening right now, it's just really confusing. It is. It's confusing. Um, <laughs> That's a good word. Because I am so happy and so sad. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's like, I don't know. I, get I don't it. know how to describe it, but... um, It's very conflicting. I wouldn't have this baby if I had the first baby. And I'm also trying... Like, you know, we've been hearing... This baby's so average. This baby's so textbook. This baby's mm-hmm. so perfect. Everything's fine. I'm just like, why the fuck can I... Like, what What was different the first time? You know, something's just not going to have explanations for. And also, knowing as a woman that's caring, um, that, you know, just because you made it out of whatever trimester don't mean your baby going to make it. You know, like, yeah. you still, like, it's just not a promise. Um, It's really difficult to be brave. Which is why I know we, we've laughed about it. We've joked about it. But that's why I really need the break after this pregnancy. Because it was a lot. Because it is confusing. Yeah. I'm I'm still, I'm, I feel like I'm grieving. I mean, if and we like are being honest. At the same time. And just looking at it. You've been pregnant for a year. A year. Since December, technically, of 2017. 17. Yeah. And it's now December of 2018. Yeah. And this baby still got two more months to cook. You know, like, it's just been, it's, just, it's a lot. It's a lot. But, um, I don't know, since the beginning. I said this baby is coming. This baby will be here. We are having this child. Yes. Thing is, I said the same thing about the first child. Yes. Not not in so many words, but more like I'm really not, excited about not them coming. Like, conviction. not at all. Um, but I didn't either. I was really worried. I was really worried. And I still believe she is. <laughs> I believe this baby gonna come because ain't nothing big convenient about this child. Yeah, <laughs> at all. So like, obviously she's coming out, but um. And I've I've told anyone that will listen at her ultrasound. I was like, this girl does not have any of my fear. She was so lively. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she was just like, "What are y'all doing out here? Get off my mama uterus! You poking me!" <laughs> like she really had to know what was going on. She was eating her core. She's just so much life in her. Um, it was really great to see her that way. But it's also just like. <sighs> I don't know. In a world where babies die, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I talk about her every chance I get to anybody who will listen. Yeah. Um, at work, at school, wherever. Um, I pray for her. Yes. And do all of these things, but I don't talk to her no more. <laughs> I know. I don't talk to her as much as I would like to. I don't read to her like as much as I did in the beginning or any of those things. And I think that that stems from fear, a little bit of fear that like, if I do too much, I might ruin something. Right. Like, all right, maybe you should just chill till she get out here. Like, maybe we don't need to, like, keep laying your head on Randy's belly to, like, hear everything. Like, just chill. But like, whether just... you did it or not, which I think is what you know and what we've talked about, what mm-hmm. you tell me. Like, whether you talk to her or not, if we lost her, it would still hurt. Yeah. The same. It just would, which I think is why... I was happy we went forward and told everybody her name because the only reason I didn't want to tell anybody was out of fear. Like, okay, now everybody knows her name. I, you know, like when we announced our pregnancy, I just knew I was going to wake up and not be pregnant again. But nope, you know, I was sick as shit, you know. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was sick as a dog. And when we, the day we told everybody her name, she was really active that day, you know. Yeah. Um, she just don't care. <laughs> about our feelings she's just like listen i'm here whether you like it or not um and i know you like when i talk about her like that it's just very hard not to acknowledge her personality when this person is with you all day and she's with me all day but i get it 
I, I don't talk to her a lot either. One, because Groot and Drew sound the same. And when I talk to her, <laughs> our dog thinks I'm speaking to him. And so that's funny. And also, I don't want to confuse her. I feel like I'm confusing her. Like, how does she know I'm talking to her? So instead, when she kicks me, I poke her back. And we like, that's the game we play. Um, Like, I try to do things like that. Because in the morning, sometimes I whisper to her, you know, or when I'm just me and her. But it's hard. And I feel like I feel like we haven't we're the only people we can talk to about this. Yeah. Because everybody who loves her just as much in our family who was now officially invested in this pregnancy and they've kind of done away with their skepticism, kinda sorta, you know. Um, they want us to be positive and speak life and we are, but I find it very difficult to talk to people about my fear because it seems like I shouldn't like, yeah, you're afraid. ungrateful or something yeah. because you like, stop thinking about that. Like, don't acknowledge that because that's not going to happen. But like we said that the first time, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's exactly where our mind was. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Now I'm starting to think a little fear is healthy. A little fear took me a little further. Like, I just it, think like it's just there is an ignorance I wish I had. Like when, women who get pregnant and stay pregnant the first time. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. <laughs> like, yeah, like, what does that just, feel like? What is that like? What is that like to like really carry the term every time? I'll never know. So and 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 I really do um, empathize with your feelings of being confused and happy because I'm sad, but I'm also like static. I can't really even like happy. And I just want to so flip all the time, and I can't funny. flip. But like I just want to flip. Yeah, off something on this something. Is a funny baby. She's funny. You know. She does things. She do a lot of shit. She does. <laughs> She's very active and and um I don't know. So I but but I'm still I'm still scared. But maybe that's just part of being a parent and a mama. Yeah, I think that may be the development of parental fear that we have right now. Because okay. we didn't have with the first baby. I didn't have parental fear. I yeah. was very confident. I was very you know, everything will be fine. I wasn't. Truth of the matter is some things are fine. Yeah. And you have to like, I don't know, think that way and move that way to protect your baby. The way you're supposed to, I think. I don't know. We ain't there yet. <laughs> so right. I don't want to raise her in fear, but I I'm think, not raising her in fear. But I would like for us to not keep stuff like that away from each other. Root insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Heather. I agree. Because it's lonely acting like you're okay. It's been lonely for me. The thing is, I have been okay. I just haven't. That's because I'm working so much and I'm too tired to acknowledge that I wasn't. Right. To be honest with you. You're distracted. I, just, I had all the distractions in the world to take me away from that, like, thought. To where whenever I did think about my baby, yeah, it's only positive things. It's only, like, the good stuff. So that's all I can, like, focus on because a whole bunch of other stuff is negative. But right. um, I don't think it's a bad thing to acknowledge that fear. Um, I didn't feel like a terrible dad saying it to you. You're not. Um, I do feel bad though because i don't know i missed a couple of nights of reading to my baby that's okay babe what if she forgot my voice already what if she hates me because i ain't come back with the story i've already broken promises mikey to my daughter 
She is not. No. <sighs> she loves you. It's very clear. Can't wait till we do our like first pinky promise. She's going to be lit. Because you know she got a little ass pinky. I hope she look just like you. I pray eyebrows. she don't. Oh, she don't look like you. I already know. She we need to start taking gap. bets. Who? We need to start taking bets. Uh-huh. About certain <laughs> features. Weight. Skin color. Oh, she's going to be black. Who she going to look like. All of that. We can start. How annoying so, her first cry will be. That was that was really part of the reason why we had the childbirth education class so late and the hospital tour. Because we were just kind of like putting it off. We just kept like, yeah, until, like if this baby going to stay around, we'll get we around to it. we shouldn't take this class right now. It's only at two months right now. We yeah. shouldn't do this right now. We're only at three months. You know, like, yeah. let's wait until. Even y'all, like, I've gotten a lot of feedback from mamas who listen. They just like, hey, this is a great trick for like stretch marks and shit. To be honest, I ain't touched none of it until like. <laughs> I ain't been as thorough as I thought I always would be because I'm just like, why? You know, this baby ain't going to stay, you know. But the other day I thought I had a stretch mark, y'all. I was like, Mikey, I, what is this? You know, and it was just an imprint from my belt. <laughs> so I'm going to stop playing because I feel. Cause You're I not going to get stretch marks right there. They're only on, like, on my right side. Here. Yeah, yeah. So like you just. I haven't gotten them on my stomach. Don't scratch though. Knock on wood. I'm not. Um, but yeah. So moving forward, y'all. As we try to end on a positive note. Yeah. What do you plan to do, Daddy? I'm reading to my baby. I'm talking to her. I'm calling her by her name, Drew. God damn it. I love her. I know. I love the hell out of that child. You do? I really do. I know. And I think she's hilarious. She's funny. I just want to talk to her more. Um, maybe some of my prayers don't need to always be silent. You know? Mm-hmm. Say them out loud near you, around her. Yeah. That would be nice. I realize also I've been talking to her feet because she upside down. So now... Again, yes, thanks to talks. the birthing class, <laughs> it showed you visuals of what's actually happening when things are happening. Yeah. So if you're feeling your baby's kicks and you see them at the top of the stomach, that means the head is actually down yeah. near the pelvic area. And we so learned you, that at the appointments, too, because when she check her heartbeat, she's yeah, at the she's bottom. Yeah, like really low. Yes. <laughs> My dumb ass been like... <laughs> Talking to her toes. Like, hey, I love you, like at her feet, you know? like It's just, okay. So now I'm going to go lower to where she can actually hear me. That's funny. And do things like that. Um... And acknowledge her to her, not just strangers and God. I think she would like that. I think she would too. I'm going to, um, I just finished Michelle Obama's book and it was really good. She's just so great. Barack's is coming out soon. I know. Hers was becoming, I hope his is unbecoming. That should be lit. What? Like the title. I know what you mean, but like, why? Like, I don't know, like unbecoming president. Like what? Like, because not everybody liked him. You know, some shit like that. Like, I don't know. Ignore me. Go ahead. <laughs> Like if it was anyway, like a two part, like a blueprint one, blueprint three. I just finished her uh-huh. book, yes. which means I can move on to something else. And uh, we are in the process of moving and packing and we will have episodes about that in the future. But I'm going to read A Wrinkle in Time to her out loud. Okay. And the Chimamanda book I got, Chimamanda Adichie and, and Gozi Adichie, um, who I love. She wrote Half a Yellow Song. It's a great movie. The book was better, but it's okay. My child not watching that movie yeah she is mm-hmm. she can watch when she's like 15 it's the most depressing movie it's actually not sometimes in april was worse oh yeah sometimes well, what, what am i talking about i'm talking about sometimes in april you're talking okay. about half yellow sun that was no depressing. i'm talking about sometimes in april with uh idris yes yeah mm-mm. but nah. you didn't like the way sometimes uh half a yellow sun ended either i didn't but i know for a fact sometimes it, yo if you're listening to this and you haven't heard of sometimes in april it's a great go movie. watch it it's a great movie but it's really sad anyway therapy after. she has a book called 
I had to write it, spell it out because it's a West African name, and I don't want to butcher ahead. it. I know because you're from West Atlanta, and sometimes the translation is different. Shut up, Mike. Dear E.G. Awale. Okay. Dear E.G. Awale. Yes, it's a feminist manifesto. It's really cute. It's real short. Um, just think a uh, friend had asked her how to like raise a daughter, how to raise a girl, and it's just really great stuff in there about you know being a full person and treating your daughter like a human just basic stuff that i would like to read to her out loud um probably read to her when she gets out here just do some more reading because i haven't and i know a lot of people talk to their babies and i don't i also want to start putting some other stuff together after i forgot that's okay um i have a whole library of music knowledge in my head um and on my ipod classic and stuff like that like i want to prepare playlists for my child so that she has like music knowledge like oldies from when we were kids yeah like i would like her to I when she comes playlist. of age to know what r&b stands for because i talk to my kids now they don't know what it means i know to them old school music is like trey Yo, songs we've, we've talked about this like they, they have no idea about <laughs> some of these other things like i want my baby to be aware of who the ojs were you yeah. know like the temptations and not just like the christmas song like little things so um I want to do that and i'm working on like a list a master list of movies okay. that she needs to see at some point in her life um starting with all the disney classics and ending with all the gangster movies when she like 18 <laughs> she'll probably be younger than that probably. she can absolutely not watch players club that shit scarred me that's why i said 18 i was too young to watch a movie that's true maybe she should never see that she probably shouldn't quick vote if you think your child should see Players Club at any point in their life. Comment. Or just send us something. Y'all good about emails. <laughs> Speaking of, thank you to all the mamas that have reached out to us. And shout out to all the dads that haven't. Y'all suck. Mike. Huh? Stop. <laughs> you don't reach out to people either. That's true. That's what I'm saying. We all suck. And we need to be better at this. And one of our listeners, Nikki, um, had her baby. Congratulations. Boy. Amani's due soon. Yeah. That's Look what's up. These healthy babies. Yes. Yes, that's what we want. You said she had a boy? Nikki, yeah. Okay. She already had a son? Got you. And she had another one. Man, babies, man. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot. But I'm looking forward to it. And again, just happy. Yes. All right. That was our mini episode, y'all. Baby education, fear, and paranoia. Engagement. I don't know. Just reach out to us, especially mamas who are parents who had losses or who haven't. Well, no, really, parents who have losses. How did y'all? What you know? What are y'all doing? How are y'all doing? What's the recovery process like? Right. Because um, I'm finding that this getting over it thing, or like, it doesn't just go away. Is what I'm finding, even through therapy and all that. Like, it's still a constant. Yeah. Maybe you never get over it. Maybe you just learn to live with it. I think my spirit is just waiting for this child to come out. Like, I know for a fact I'm good when I see her. Like, when I see her mm-hmm. and I can, like, hold her and it's, like, a tangible thing Yeah, outside of your belly, like, that'll be different. I don't know how I'm going to be when she gets out. I have no idea. I've tried to think about things and we talked about it. Like, I feel like I'm just going to, like, just look at her. I don't even know what the fuck to do. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I have no clue. We're going to all find out. I, I can't wait to I tell need. people listening to this about how this all goes. When we have to recap the entire time in the hospital and stuff, this should be yeah, fun. Yeah, because we aren't allowed to record delivery or take photos, but we are allowed to record and take photos before and after, and after. the delivery. Yes. So we won't have any videos about the actual birth 
Um, which, I, which I was a little sad about, but I'm kind of happy about because we probably need to I be mean, very present. I mean, we can sneak whatever I need to sneak. No, Mike. I'm saying I could wear a little lanyard, attach my phone to it, set it to record, and just be walking around acting I like I don't know no better. Maybe we should just be there, you know? And, um... <laughs> <laughs> And give y'all you. the, the You know, it get real busy in there. Everybody ain't always paying attention. You set the iPhone up in the Dude, corner. Dude, you ain't gonna be please. I'm just saying. You gonna probably your phone gonna probably be dead or That's dying. true. Well, I got a doula as support. She ain't gonna be sudden boy. So Ashley, before you start caring for my wife, I need you to set up my phone. That's not to record near her vagina. I'm gonna be in the water prayerfully. Oh yeah. Damn, we gotta figure out the best angle. Anyway. That's our engagement. That is. Um, uh, quick PDA? Yeah. So, you first, babe, because I live. Well, again, just, I don't know. Though we've been hesitant to do things, we still have been doing things and taking care of things. And I really appreciate you for finding this class and for wanting, wanting me to be a part of it. I really yes. did. Like, I mean, I'm me at the end of the day, so I wasn't going to miss nothing that has anything to do with you and this child. Right. But um, just including me in things. And helping my dumb ass learn stuff. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're welcome. I really do. I think I feel like a more prepared partner for you. I think I'm that much more of a better dad because of the stuff that I've learned. So, yeah. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, my PDA, I really appreciate um, how, like, quickly you move. You know? I say, babe, I need some need. I need my egos. You know? You get up. There you go. You get up at noon. But you get up and <laughs> Randy, you're just really big about I, I don't I probably just gonna thank you for this every time until this baby come like you just you've been meaning what you say you've been doing what you say you was gonna do. And I know that it is not easy to be literally on call. You're like <laughs> you're like on call. If I need something. I you know, I go get it. I mean, you go get it. You don't want me to really drive at night. You don't want me to do anything. You know, which I know is part of your own fear and anxiety. You don't like when I'm in a car with you if it's raining or if we have bad traffic or you've seen a million accidents and you prefer me to be in the house. It and really while, doesn't make sense for us to always go out together. Uh, but I want to be with you. Yeah, and I want you to be safe. I am completely still mobile. I agree. And you could be mobile in house. <laughs> <laughs> I know that it's tasking on your body. And I really appreciate you for not... You know, you don't make me feel like you resent me or hate me um, or dislike me. Except when you call me an ashy bitch in a West Side host. I never but- called you an ashy <laughs> bitch. And I need you to stop painting, trying to paint that narrative. I'm not that guy. But you did call me a West Side host. I did West call Atlanta you ho. a West Atlanta ho, actually. <laughs> you got West Atlanta ho tendencies. Mikey. I love West Atlanta hoes. Half of my... Well, anyway. I love West Atlanta You know what? <laughs> I know you got a tight. Your dog looking at you in judgment. Don't hey fix your face. <laughs> you look at anyway. her like you call her a hoe. I know um, a west is different. It's a different classification. They're not actually hoes. Anyway, they just different. You don't types make of me feel like crazy, and you let me openly tell you last night that I've been like keeping your baby at like a little distance, a mental distance. Um, but I love her. I feel like I don't say that as much as you do, but. I do. It's my baby. She's with me all day, you know. These tough ass <laughs> therapy sessions. She be chill. Sometimes she kick me, you know, if it's getting a little too serious. But you know, you really gave me a I space to like open up and feel safe. So thank well, you. You're welcome, babe. I love you. I do anything for you. I know. And her. I know. 
So it's nothing for me to be on call for my women. I really appreciate you being. No problem. I'm going to buy more Eggos because you ate them all. I did not. Ain't but three Eggos left. Baby, there are more than three. (laughs) Call to action. Be sure to check out our website, y'all. BlackWillianMarriage.com. Sorry, that was you. If you're new to this podcast or enjoy this content, please comment and share. The comments are always appreciated, y'all. Like, we love highlighting some of the positive feedback that we get. And we try to respond to all of them, especially on social media. Y'all know we don't check Twitter half as much as we're supposed to. But when we do get I, them, I looked. Mikey does day. look. He looked. Does he tweet? I don't know. <laughs> We've already talked about this. But he does look. Um. Also, I'm supposed to say something else. Also, this is a mini episode, so it's shorter. And it's always only going to be about baby stuff. So... Moving forward, um, our structure is going to change a little bit um, in the new year. Yes. Um, and we will be having some additional content and some other stuff that we'll be providing. But um, for the most part, I think our many episodes will remain about the baby Drew update. Yeah. Um, I think they'll end up being an addition, though, to a regular episode. Yeah. Uh, what else? Follow social media platforms, y'all. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are Black Mill Mayor Pod. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. My next level, my whole wrist ain't covered with heavy metal. That's make a face, make a wish. I wish you would. I make a video and bring parents into your hood. My car got stolen the other day and I blame the devil. I'm feeling like a mountain, tribulations like a pebble. Talk to God on my behalf if you can fit that in your schedule. Tell him your boy needs some sleep. The baby screaming like.